All right. Uh, we just want to welcome everybody today. We have a, a very special uh, guest speaker. Uh, he has uh, traveled here all the way from West Papua, Indonesia. And our church, we sent a team to uh, Indonesia a year ago. And uh, we had an amazing time. Uh, we saw uh, over, was it 108, 80% or better physical healings, as well as numerous more people receiving uh, 50% uh, physical healing. We just uh, went over and just saw God doing an amazing work. And uh, much of that ministry, those doors opening up for us to preach and to minister was made possible uh, by this wonderful uh, man who will be speaking and ministering to us today. All right, so let's really honor him. He's, uh, he's got a real special uh, place in my heart. All right, let's so we'll put our hands together for Pastor Tandy. Every time I was asked to, to speak in English, I have to pray more. <laughs> yes, uh, I have to confess that it is not easy to, to preach in the language that does not belong to us. But in my heart, I really have something to say to you. What God has done in, in my ministry because of you. So I, I, I know that it is important for you to know what God has answered your prayers. Uh, I feel like I'm like a Joshua that uh, has finished the battle in the field. And I just want to come to Moses, Aaron, and Ur, Ur that pray for us. Because I believe that whatever we accomplish in the field, it is not because of us alone. That, but it is because of the people who uh, who pray and support us prayfully. So it is important for you to know uh, what God has done in uh, my ministry back in Iranjaya. So let's pray before we come to the word of God. Lord, we believe that we are serving the mighty God. We are serving the living God. And now, Lord, I'm really grateful that you give me the time, a privilege to see the people who are praying for me, who are praying for my family, who are praying for the missionaries who are sent to every nation that uh, partnership with the NPWM. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this privilege. Let's speak to us, Lord, this afternoon. May your name be glorified. In his name I pray. Amen. Uh, this afternoon I am going to share with you the word of God. How to overcome fearful heart. How to overcome fear in our life. And when I sang some songs uh, with you, I saw some songs that were really related to this message. So I believe God has something to say for us this afternoon. Amen? Amen. So this is the story of Goliath and David. Goliath and David. 
Yeah. It is uh, taken from 1 Samuel chapter 17. Actually, I forgot my Bible. It is in the, the sanctuary. <laughs> this is my wife's Bible. It's very small. So I cannot see this uh, very small letters. So if someone can help me. <laughs> sorry. I'm very sorry. Okay. Yeah. Exchange. Exchange my Bible. <laughs> this uh, is Brady. Oh. John, John, yeah. Brady and John looks very similar. <laughs> okay. First Samuel, chapter 17. First Samuel, chapter 17. I believe all of us know about this story. David and Goliath. I will not explain all these stories. But I want uh, all of us to see the, the, the principle that makes David was victorious, was able to, to defeat his enemy. Let's uh, read verse 18, uh, verse, 16, uh, verse 11 first, chapter 17, verse 11. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. And then verse 24, All the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were much afraid. Do you know how tall Goliath? How, how tall is it? Is it? Nine, nine feet. Yeah, in 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 my measurement, it's a more than three meters. So, according to the Bible, I have never seen Goliath, but the Bible says, okay. <laughs> so, do you believe the Bible? <laughs> okay, the Bible tells us that Goliath is a uh, more than three meters. So, can you imagine? This man is very tall, very yeah, strong, very uh, dangerous. Yeah. So, that's why in verse 24 says, All the men of Israel, when they saw the man, Goliath, the giants, fled from him and were much afraid. Not only afraid, they were very much afraid. They were very much terrified. On the other hand, let's see what happened to David in verse 32. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. You see the difference. Saul and all Israel are afraid of the giants. But David, when he saw Goliath, he's very excited to come and meet him and fight him. So what makes the difference between this group? David said to Saul, no one, no, 
No one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. So what makes different? Their focus are different. Saul and Israel, they fix on their they fix their eyes on Goliath. They they saw Goliath. They focus on Goliath. But David, on the other hand, focus on God. On God. Saul and the Israelites focus on the giant. And it makes them dismayed and terrified. And but David focused on God. That makes he feels cool, fearless, yeah, and peaceful, and also he has a self-assured. He was convinced that I can defeat this man. I can defeat this enemy. I can overcome him. So, friends, it is important for us to know that our focus will affect our action. Who you... For you, who is more important when you are facing the problems, when you are facing giants in our lives? Sometimes when we are facing difficulties, we think that, oh, this problem is very, very terrible. It's very... Uh, I cannot overcome. I cannot, I cannot solve this problem. It's very, uh, very heavy for me. And sometimes when we ask people to, to help us, sometimes people also do not know the answers. And sometimes they give wrong answers that makes us more <laughs> hopeless. When we saw yeah, David, when he, he talked to, the, uh, to Saul, what Saul uh, told him in verse 33, verse 33. And Saul said to David, you are not, you are not able to go against the Philistine to fight with him. You are not able. Sometimes people also say to me, to us, you are not able, you are just a boy, you are just a woman, you are, you are not, you are disqualified for this work. You do not have any experience. You have no power. You have, you are only a sinner. You cannot do God's work. You are disqualified for this ministry. And sometimes we feel, we believe that, uh, what people say to us. But today I want to say uh, to you friends. That even though we, we heard words like that. God says to us. You are my daughter. You are my son. I have, I have chosen you to be my people. I, I want to show you some uh, one uh, uh, next, yeah. Okay, let's see. This is a short video. 
，把你请去。哎，你是我老婆，我连你都管不了，我怎么管香港警队？哼，你算什么？一个废物！你不就是一个穿制服的吗？你以为人家给你面子了？人家是给我老爸面子。还好你不像，整天你知道装蒜，怂几次，了不起啊！你说什么你？我能有今天的成就，全靠自己的努力。你才是废物，儿子就是你。说什么你？还让你宠坏了？你就是我儿子吗？你更糟，就知道动手动脚。起来，起来，废物！别去了，几点？你看都几点了？每天就知道上网花钱，老子是租情寺，你把我的脸子丢光了！你这样子，一点都不行。I believe you know better, yeah? Is it in Korea? Chinese? Chinese? Okay. So, <laughs> the young people in Indonesia, when I show this movie to them, they think it's in Korea. So, because I do not know Korea, I also said yes, this is Korea. <laughs> So when I go back, I have to confess. <laughs> yeah, but there's a text, Indonesian text, so I know the story. Uh, since you do not know, also that <laughs> it's in Chinese. But uh, in Indonesian text says that this father was. Uh, he said to his son that you are like garbage. You are nothing. So it creates a bitterness in the hearts of the, the son. When people say that we are nothing, we are nobody, we are useless, you are nobody, you are like garbage, like uh, what the, the, the father said to the sons. Sometimes it makes us feel that we are not worthy. But when people say it like this to us, God says, you are somebody. You are not nobody. You are somebody. I created you, I created you in my image. 
You are worthy. I love you. But even he said, I give the best for you. My only son. I sacrifice for you. So friends, I want to convince you that all of us here, here, we are the people of God. And God has a plan for us. He wants to use us to accomplish His purpose to save this world for His glory. So I really praise God for this opportunity to meet you, to share with you what happened uh, last time when you came, uh, some of you came to visit us. At the time, uh, we, have plan, we have a plan to visit the mountain to meet 14 missionaries. And I, I believe that it was not uh, by accident because the missionaries were 14 people and the uh, EM groups also were 14. So then I, I, I matched their name to, okay, uh, this missionary, you will meet this man from Korea. And they were very excited. And they were praying for this. But the night before we, we went to the mountain, something happened. And I was, I was told that you cannot go there. It, it is dangerous. Because the, the, the road, the, yeah, it was blocked. And no car can go up. So I tried to call the people and to, to confirm about that. And they said, yes, it is true. What happened? I asked them. So at that night, there was accident and three people died. In that uh, custom, when people die, they never accept that as a natural accident. They always think that something happened uh, that related to to which doctors. So they said, uh, we have to protect the foreigners. So you, you should not go. Then I, I told uh, Pastor Christian and the others, uh, I'm so sorry that we cannot go this morning, uh, today, because no, no car can go up to take us there. And also they said that the road also was blocked. So then we go to other place. And God also used Pastor Christian and the teams to bless other people in other place. So I think God has a plan for these uh, people also. And yeah, many miracles and people also were healed there. But in my heart, actually, I, I was angry to that uh, person who made this uh, accident. Because I know these are, uh, the, the witch doctors always create something they tried to stop the ministry, our ministry. So when Pastor Christian and the groups left, after two days later, I went there. I went to the, the mountain. And I asked my friend to drive a car. And then when we arrived there, people, they were really uh, disappointed. Because they, they, were, they really expect the team to come. But I said, uh, but they also realized that it was not possible to come. So we pray. We pray for these people. 
the, the witch doctors. And I asked them, please give the names of the witch doctors. We have to pray for them. We have to do something. If they, they always do these things, it will stop our uh, ministry. So they gave me uh, 11 names, witch doctors. So I said to them, let's pray for these people. Every morning, 5 o'clock, we pray that God will change their life. For people, it is not possible. But for God, nothing is impossible. So we pray. We continue to pray. Then what happened? Just last September, last month, I was supposed to lead a seminar to the same place. It is called Minyambu, where the accident uh, took place. So I was told that there will be uh, 300 to 500 pastors will, will come to the seminars. But a few days before I go, they said more than 1,000 people will attend. So I was surprised. Oh, why? This, uh, many people attend these seminars. So when I went there, First night I preached, then I yeah, then the next day I in the morning I gave a seminars, and then people come to me, missionaries they came to me and they said, "Sir, the which doctors also attended this seminar? <laughs> it is it is not usual. This witch doctor always run away. They do not want to come to to gather together with the believers." But I was surprised that they were there also. So this missionary said to me, tonight, can you preach something that uh, can uh, invite them to Christ? Yeah. Although these seminars I, I arranged for pastors, but they asked me, can you preach tonight that uh, ask these uh, witch doctors to repent and uh, uh, come to the Lord? So, tonight, uh, in the night, yeah, these are the people who attend the seminars. It's a, but that night, after I preach, I invite people to accept the Lord. And these witch doctors also accept the Lord. <laughs> so when I invite people to come, I saw in the narrow space like this, uh, people come like this. Yeah, they like this. It's not usual for me. Sometimes when I ask people, they just come and, yeah, for work. But these people, they just walk like this. And I heard some pastors say, don't be afraid, don't be ashamed, don't be afraid, like this. And I know something. Oh, actually I do not know which, or who are which doctors, I do not know them. Then they come forward and they line up. And then pastor also pray for them, you see. Then after I uh, finished the uh, meeting that night, one pastor came to me and said, Sir, uh, there are 28 witch doctors tonight. Except the Lord. They repent. 28. They give the names, yeah, 11. Last year we prayed 11 witch doctors. But 28 witch doctors came to the Lord. And they said, 
There are 245 drunk men. Because the witch doctor, they always work together with the drunk people to do these uh, problems. And they said this uh, 245 drunk men also repented. So I asked the pastors who, who told me, do you count them? Did you, how, how do you know? Actually, they used to do it. When people come for work, they count <laughs> those who come for work. So I praised the Lord. I believe, friends, the teams EM who went to Papua, yeah? Pastor Christian, come again. Yeah. And, yeah. Our enemy is defeated. <laughs> the giant, the Goliath, yeah? have been defeated. So, in that night, when I went, went home in my, uh, my homestay, when I was sleeping, I still, I heard them singing. Actually, until uh, morning, they were, they were singing, praising God all the night. Until 5 o'clock in the morning. They were so happy. They were so glad that these people who create uh, many problems have come to the Lord. So I think at a time that maybe next day, next uh, morning, uh, the room will be empty because they, are, because they, they did not sleep whole night. So next day I will come and maybe only a few people attend the seminars, the next seminars. But the, the seminars start at 8 o'clock. When I went there, 7.30, they were, they were there already. <laughs> All people, yeah? They attended seminar. So friends, I believe what God has done through you is really amazing. Your, prayer, your prayers is not in vain. God has answered your prayers. So praise the Lord. Let's see what, uh, what David's... Uh, okay. The verse next... Uh, the verse... Okay. These are Peter and John, you know. When Peter and John was, uh, were asked not to speak about uh, the name of Jesus, they said, we must obey God rather than men. We have to obey God. We cannot stop. Preaching, we cannot stop praying because we, we know that God is powerful. God is almighty God. He's a living God. We must obey Him than other people. So God gave them a great boldness. Then also Paul says, However, I consider my life worth nothing to me if only I may finish the race and complete the task that the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the gospel of God's grace. God has given boldness to Paul also. And I pray that, let's pray that God also give the same spirit to all of us. Although, maybe Satan said, your life is not worthy. Your past, your past is full of failure. You are not qualified for the ministry. But believe, God says, you are worthy by the blood of Christ. And God wants to use all of us.
to accomplish His work. So I want to encourage you. Maybe some of you feel that we, we were not able to go to the mountain. Maybe we, we, we should not go again to Papua. I want to encourage you, please, the, the task has not finished yet. God still wants you to come and let's go to other place to, to proclaim His good news. Paul said, I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. Whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do everything through Him who gives me strength. I can do everything, everything, like David also did. He was able to defeat Goliath because of God, because of Jesus. Next, the so let's uh, read this together to, to conclude this message. Let's read together. David said to the Philistine, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will hand you over to me, and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. Today I'll give the carcass of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth. And the whole world will know that there is God in Israel. Amen. The next. Once more. Let's read again. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's. And he will give all of you into your hands. As the Philistines moved closer to attack him, David went quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Because of God, we are not fear to face the giants. We, we will come quickly to meet the giants. And we want to defeat them. Friends, you know, our enemies is not blood. And flesh. Our battle, our struggle is not against the flesh and blood. Our enemies is uh, rulers, authorities, the evil powers, evil forces of this dark world. But God has given us power to defeat all these enemies. Do you believe? Let's go and fight our enemies with the power of Jesus Christ and we will save the world for God. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we thank you because you are our God, our living God. You never fail, Lord. You are able and you have chosen us as your ambassadors. To come to this dark world to to proclaim your goodness, your salvation, your righteousness. Oh Lord, please use us. Work in us and work through us to save this world for your glory and honor. I would like to pray for my friends here who are earnestly praying for us. Oh Lord, help them to continue 
to be faithful to you, Lord, and use them, Lord, for your glory and honor. Use them, Lord, to accomplish the task that you have given to us to save the world in Jesus' name.